welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, September the 30th. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's life. I wish you God's goodness surrounding you, uh, filling you, and and supporting and upholding you today. My friends, thank you for uh, being with me as we break open God's Word for this coming weekend, the 27th. Sunday in Ordinary Time. Again, we're using the Common Lectionary. And uh, I'm going to speak from a Catholic perspective. For those of you who are new to this podcast, welcome. My name is Joe Zenk. I am, or was for 30 years, a lay Catholic minister uh, within various dioceses, the Diocese of Cheyenne, the Archdiocese of Milwaukee, and the last 14 years in the Diocese of Green Bay. And uh, every Friday, I um, drop a podcast that looks at the coming weekend's reading, again, using the Common Lectionary. So these would be familiar to uh, many of our mainline Protestant brothers and sisters as well. And uh, and break open, uh, usually, uh, the Gospel. But today, we're going to do the first reading and the Gospel, kind of what we uh, have often done these last, oh, four or five months or so. Uh, because the first reading and the gospel are the ones that a common thread runs through. Now, before we get to that today, want to reiterate something that I said last week. Uh, but I said it at the end of the pod, and so those of you who didn't get through the pod may not have heard it, and I understand if you didn't get through the pod, well, God love you. You know, sometimes I barely do that. But here's the deal. So a couple of weeks ago, I, uh, I dropped a podcast named Convoy, right? Well, that's because some friends of mine and I and uh, Renee were out to dinner, and that song by C.W. McCall, I mean, we all know it. We all love it, right? I mean, if, if we don't, I'm not sure why you're listening to this podcast. But anyway, Convoy came on, and uh, one of my buddies looks at me and says, that's the challenge. You have to include Convoy in your next podcast. And so, hence, uh, two weeks ago, that was not only the name of the podcast, but I used it in this odd example. But you know what? A a challenge is a challenge, and I had to do it. So here's what I thought would be fun, is if there is a word, if there is an idea that you're like, Joe, I'm going to challenge you, and and you're going to have to use the word pineapple, uh, in this coming podcast somewhere, or you're going to have to use the word tertiary. Uh, you know, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put my email in the show notes. Okay. And so that way you can, it doesn't matter where you are. doesn't matter if I know you or not. Uh, you can uh, email me and say, Joe, this is my challenge. And, uh, and I may or may not accept said challenge, I may only get one challenge. I may get uh, 25, and so I can't do it with 25. But what your what what can be fun besides listening to uh, scripture and and helping that take root within our hearts, of course, is uh, I'm not going to tell you what word it is, or I'm not going to tell you even if I did one, and uh, and you just get to listen for that and say, huh, Joe often doesn't say pineapple. I'll bet that was a challenge. And that'll be just kind of fun, is looking for a little Easter egg in the middle of these things and not knowing if you found it or not. But that's just kind of the fun of the deal. And maybe every now and then I'll tell you, but maybe I won't. So anyway, remember, show notes. My uh, my 
email address and we can do this little challenge. Well, here we are four minutes into the pod and I haven't even done our readings yet. Okay, my friends, as always, uh, settle yourself, whether you're driving, whether you are out jogging, whether you are sitting on a couch, whatever you're doing, settle yourself, um, invite the spirit to uh, open you to where God's word can take you and will take you if we allow it to do so. Um, And again, as always, invite you to look for a word, look for a phrase, look for an idea that may be presented in scripture. And all I want you to do is sit with that word, with that phrase, with that idea, not only today, but tonight when you go to bed, tomorrow when you wake up, uh, when you hear the readings this weekend, whatever it is, and let the word of God, rich as it is, dwell within your hearts, okay? And let God fan that into flame, how God needs to do that. So with that, my friends, let's break open God's word. We are going to read an absolutely outstanding reading. Now, I don't want to say some of the readings are less than outstanding. Who am I to judge? But this first one's going to be by a minor prophet, very short book, a prophet called Habakkuk. You know, we don't talk about old Habakkuk a lot, nor do we hear his name uh, a lot these days. We, we don't have children being named Habakkuk a lot. Uh, but we're, uh, we're going to read out of chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. Then we'll go to chapter 2, verses 2 to 4. Uh, it flows really well. Wonderful stuff. Okay, so Habakkuk. Then we're going to read out of Luke's gospel, which we've been reading, right, this whole year. This is year C. So we're in Luke's gospel. And we're going to Luke 17. We uh, pretty much finished up Luke 16 last weekend. So today we'll do Luke 17, verses 5 to 10. See if you can find the, uh, the thread that runs through these. And then we're going to talk a little bit about those, okay? So let's break open God's Word. A reading from the book of the prophet Habakkuk. How long, O Lord... I cry for help, but you do not listen. I cry out to you violence, but you do not intervene. Why do you let me see ruin? Why must I look at misery? Destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and clamorous discord. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write down the vision clearly upon the tablets, so that one can read it readily for the vision still has its time, presses on to fulfillment, and will not disappoint. If it delays, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not be late. The rash one has no integrity, but the just one, because of their faith, shall live. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And now, my friends, the gospel. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The apostles said to Jesus, Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your servant, who has just come in from plowing or tending sheep in the field, Come here immediately and take your place at table. 
Would he not rather say to him, Prepare something for me to eat. Put on your apron and wait on me while I eat and drink. You may eat and drink when I am finished. Is he grateful to that servant because he did what was commanded? So should it be with you. When you have done all that you have been commanded, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done what we were obliged to do. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Again, before we dive in, a word, a phrase, an idea. Hold on to that. Do not let go, okay? Far more important than anything I'm going to say. Let's start with the beginning of Habakkuk because I think it's so good. Again, brothers and sisters, think of the world today. Don't just think of the world 2,700 years ago when Habakkuk said this. But the more things change, the more they stay the same, right? You know, I have people all the time, you know, trying to put on nice faces around God. Habakkuk didn't. They didn't do that at all. Habakkuk didn't. Do you hear this? How long, O Lord, I cry for help, but you do not listen. I cry out to you violence, but you do not intervene. Why do you let me see ruin? Why must I look at misery? Destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and clamorous discord. That's somebody who has an honest, good relationship with their God. They're not afraid that God's going to smite them. They're not afraid that God's going to say, who do you think you are talking to me like that? And, uh, and you know, turn God turn God's back on us. This is somebody who has such a good relationship with God, they can talk honestly with God and not try to preen or, or, or settle for illusion. That if I just don't say it, God won't think I'm not angry inside, even though I'm furious at the state of the world. Brothers and sisters, what is our world going through right now, if not strife and clamorous discord? I mean, do we not see violence at every turn, my friends? Do we cry out? I mean, goodness sakes, remember, last week's gospel is so good. But Lazarus, you know, or, or, or the rich man, the sumptuous who ate sumptuous meals dressed in, in purple linen. He didn't even see Lazarus. He didn't even see the poor. Brothers and sisters, I hope, if nothing else, we see the world in its despair. Let us not be so comfortable lying on our, our, our beds of, of, you know, ivory and, our, and stretched out on our couches that we do not see the misery in the world. Now, sometimes, in fact, I'll even say oftentimes, maybe all the time, it feels overwhelming. And like, what can I do? What can I do about something like this? Okay, that goes to that starfish story, right, that we talked about. What can I do? And we say, God, you got to do it. But at least Habakkuk here is entering into the conversation. He's angry. And what does God do? Does God get angry back and say, "Who, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are, Habakkuk? Quiet your little mouth. All right? Start talking respectful to me. Get down on your knees. God responds to Habakkuk's anger, his frustration, his honesty. Let's be, let's be clear. God responds to Habakkuk's honesty by saying, Then the Lord answered me in the midst of my anger. 
in the midst of my frustration, in the midst of my despair, in the midst of the fact that all I can see is, is are, are things going downhill, and that's my vision. And God's saying, let's, let's put a different vision in there. Then the Lord answered me and said, write down the vision clearly upon the tablets. Why? So Habakkuk can, you know, um, have practice writing so he can write it for him and put it in his daily prayer and remember it all the time. He's saying, no, this needs to be public because you're not the only one who's feeling this despair, Habakkuk. Write it down. Write the vision clearly upon the tablets so that one, everyone, can read it clearly, readily. For the vision still has its time. I have not forgotten you. I have not forgotten you. The vision still has its time. It presses on to fulfillment, and it will not disappoint. Trust me. Trust me. If it delays, meaning if you can't see it, if it's around the corner, meaning around the corner of it's coming next week or next month or next year or next lifetime, next generation, it will, it will come. And if it delays, wait for it. It surely will come. It will not be late. Isn't that so good? Brothers and sisters, our God is challenging you and I today. Can we be people, not of despair? Hey, listen, I I was going to say, you know, um, not of frustration, but but that's okay. If our frustration is, 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 I mean, goodness sakes, I don't want to go back on what I've just said, you know, for five minutes ago. Do we see what's happening? Can we be women and men? Can we be people of a new vision? And that vision has to rise out of of the reality of the old. Brothers and sisters, we have to be able to see both. We have to have a foot in both worlds. Oh my gosh, isn't that true? The frustration of, of this world, we need to have Habakkuk's frustration and anger and and and. Uh, just, uh, I don't know, is that, is it called righteous anger? Is that called uh, just, uh, whatever. We're, we're fed up. We have to look at the, at the situation in Ukraine. Or, you know, sorry, I used that one last week. I mean, we don't have to go very far. We have to look at the racial knot tied in, in this country. We have to look at the, the, the polemic nature, the division within our countries, whether that be politically or whether that be socially or whether that be financially or whether that be, you know, um, economically, whatever it is. I mean, brothers and sisters, how do we deal with that? How do we deal with the, the ins and the outs? How do, we, how do we look at that and say, enough? So that's, we have to have a foot in that camp, but we also have to have a foot in the camp that says, but I know this isn't the end. And, and you know what? Because I know that God overcomes all things, that, that where sin abounds, as Paul writes, right? Grace abounds all the more. What does that mean with this? Where dysfunction, where war and classism or racism or sexism or, or, uh, economicism is that a realism? Whatever it would be, where anything that divides, it, you know, abounds. Grace, God's truth, God's way, God's design, God's kingdom abounds all the more. Do you see it? Do you see it? Do you feel like it's? Good? 
Wait for it. Write it on the tablets. Let people know this isn't the end, right? This isn't the end. What's that saying? I love it. it it's, it's, I, I, didn't, I don't even know who said it. But in the end, it's all going to be okay. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. Or as Julian of Norwich said, all will be well, and all will be well, and every manner of being will be well. That's a person who, who understood Habakkuk, who wrote it down clearly on the tablets and said, you know what? I don't see it in these Middle Ages when the plague is overtaking Europe or whatever's going on and, and a third of the people are dying. But you know what I know? All will be well and all will be well and every manner of being will be well. Because God's got us. God's got us. So that's point number one, brothers and sisters. Are we able? I mean, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to feel overwhelmed by what's going on. I don't know what the heck to do. But we have to be people of vision. We have to be people of of hope and of faith. That's what we're talking about, right? Because the disciples now in Luke, which is leading us to point number two, are going to talk about faith. And faith, brothers and sisters, is not just this idea of let us profess our faith. And and it's, you know, this creeds that we're, we're saying uh, from from the 4th century. Hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with the creeds. I am not anti-creed by any means. But brothers and sisters, faith is far more than simply professed words that we say every week or that, um, that we hold in our head. Uh, oh, gosh, no. In fact, I'm going to quote Sister Mary McGlone again. I've, I've quoted her a number of times. She's so, so good. Uh, Sister of St. Joseph, I believe, but don't quote me on that. Boy, I'd hate to, to do the wrong thing. Yep, she is a sister of St. Joseph. Oh. Um, so here's what she says. Perhaps Jesus' riddle or story means to tell us that we aren't going to grow in faith simply by asking for it. Perhaps for Jesus, faith is not a noun but a verb. One does not have Christ-like faith. One practices this kind of faith. Oh, that's so good, right? Faith, not as a noun. When, when the disciples are saying, Lord, give us more faith, they're not saying, give us this thing. They're not saying, put more of these ideas in our head so I understand you more. They're saying, give us the courage, again, according to Sister Mary McGlone, and I think she's spot on. The faith is a verb. Give us the courage to live this faith out. Brothers and sisters, let me make this clear. And I know I've said this before. Faith is not certainty. If that's what we want as Christians, we're, we're in the wrong boat, okay? Faith is not certainty. Faith is, is, is exactly what that says. It's the evidence of, not, of things not seen, right? It's saying, okay, I believe this vision so much that Habakkuk was talking about, even in the midst of everything that I see to the contrary in the world today. I believe that God is doing something good and new, even if I can't see it. But, but it's coming. It's coming. Wait for it, right? That I'm going to act in that manner already. And in my acting in that manner already, I help live that new space and vision into a reality. A reality I may never see, and I may only be acting uh, in it in such a minute way that the world does not see it. But maybe it is the pebble that begins an avalanche. Does that make sense, my friends? 
I, and I think that's where this whole kind of odd, uh, enigmatic story that Jesus is telling. You know, they're talking about faith. Give us more faith. And he's saying, hey, which one of you, you know, comes in from the field and, uh, and the master says to him, hey, sit down at the table. You guys did a great job. Let me wait on you. No, that's not how it goes. He says, hey, you guys, you know, I'm, I'm going to sit down. Now put on your aprons and wait on me. Basically, and here's what I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, pretty much end with this quote by Sister Mary McGlone as well, because I think it helps put this into context. Many of us who listen to these readings are probably like Habakkuk and the apostles. We look to God for strength, for answers. In desperation, we shout, dear God in heaven, do something. And Jesus responds, are you waiting for God to set the table for you? What makes you think it's time for you to sit down and for God to take over? right? What makes you think God, the master, is going to sit down and wait on us? Okay, we've done our job. Now, God, it's up to you. God is saying, hey, you finished that job on the field? Good. Here's your next job. Keep moving. Keep moving. We don't get to sit down and say, God, okay, now you wait on us. That's faith, brothers and sisters. Faith is, is seeing the real it's seeing what is happening in the world today. And it's realizing that is not the end, but that God has the end. That God is greater than any of this division and anger and hurt. And it should just sicken us. And brothers and sisters, what our faith believes first and foremost is that our God can overcome all things. Behold, I make all things new, including this stench in which our world seems to be entrenched right now. And God says, okay, live now. Live now out of that place of vision. Brothers and sisters, we need to be people who see. One. And two, we need to be people of a new vision. And three, we need to be people who have the courage to act and live according to that vision. Do you know what that's called? That's called faith. That's what faith is. It's not certainty. It's, it's seeing and trusting that the vision of God is coming. Even if I can't put it in, uh, in my um, grasp, I can't, I can't hold it right now, I know it's there. I know it's coming, and I'm going to live accordingly. That's our challenge today. We're all Peter in the boat, right? And Jesus is saying, time to step out. Faith is the idea that says, this makes no sense to me. I've never seen a world in which somebody can step out of a boat and do this. But you know what? I trust the one who's calling me. I trust the one who can put a new vision out there for me. And I'm going to move based on that. That's what our God invites us into this weekend. May we chew on that. Let's bring it to prayer. And so, my friends, we begin as we begin all things. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The fourth sorrowful mystery. Jesus carries his cross. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you. Thanks for being with me um, this week. And uh, may your weekend, may your coming week be filled with every good blessing. Remember to look in the show notes if you're uh, interested in doing a little bit of a challenge. My email will be there. Bless you. Be well. God's